Well, welcome to our joint Thanksgiving Eve service shared between the congregations of <clears throat> Temple Sinai and Church of the Palms. We especially welcome Rabbi Samantha Khan and Hazan Cliff Abramson and our dear friends. This is one of our favorite services of the year, especially when our congregations can be together, but unfortunately that's not the case this year. But we are grateful that we can draw together online throughout through this pre-recorded service. We at Church of the Palms have been blessed by our relationship over the years, not just at Thanksgiving, but at other times, and it has been our honor to stand with you in those moments when you have had to contend with the forces of hate and anti-Semitism. You all are family to us. You can find a bulletin for our service, I'm sure, on the websites of the respective congregations, and we invite you to follow along as we seek to worship our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before God with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is God who made us, and we are God's children. We are God's people, the sheep of God's pasture. Enter God's gates with thanksgiving and the courts of the Lord with praise. Give thanks to God and praise God's name, for the Lord is good and God's love endures forever. God's faithfulness continues through all generations. Let us worship God. Let us pray. Eternal source, creator of all, the one and holy God, you alone are worthy of our praise. Even as we call you by different names, 
We acknowledge together our common faith that only you are God. Give us grace to celebrate the heritage we share as the children of your covenant with Abraham. Give us wisdom to hear your truth in the teachings of Moses and Jesus and to live by love according to your commandments. Lead us, gracious and merciful God, to love you above all others. And in our daily lives, to love our neighbors as our own kin. All praise be yours now and forever. Amen. Some things stay the same. This year, we're here, and you're there wherever there is. But the message isn't any different. We're really glad we could all be together. And well, if we can't be together in this space, we could be together here. And so this song, Hine Mato, which I'm going to sing for you, which is basically, it's so good for us to be together, was chosen for that very reason. And as you know, I make demands of you every year. So when we get to the part that says how good it is, even though you're at home, wherever home is, I would love for you to sing back how good it is. How Even here, if you want. You can. This is something I hope it brings joy to you because it's what we're feeling here. Shalom, 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 shalom
good it is, how sweet it is to be together on this day. How good it is, how sweet it is to be together on this day. Cliff. Our reading is from Psalm 105, verses 1 through 11. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wonderful works he has done, his miracles, and the judgments he has uttered. O offspring of his servant Abraham, children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He is mindful of his covenant forever of the word that he commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant that he made with Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statute, to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, to you I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. A litany of thanksgiving. Give thanks to the Lord who is good. God's love is everlasting. Come, let us praise God joyfully. Let us come to God with thanksgiving. For the good world, for things great and small, beautiful and awesome, for seen and unseen splendors. We thank you, Lord God. For human life, for taking and moving and thinking together, for common hopes and hardships shared from birth until our dying. We thank you, Lord God. For work to do and strength to work, for the camaraderie of labor, for exchanges of good humor and encouragement. We thank you, Lord God. For companionship, for the mystery and joy of flesh made one, for mutual forgiveness and burdens shared, for secrets kept in love. We thank you, Lord God for family, for living together and eating together, for family amusements and family pleasures. We thank you, Lord God. For children, for their energy and curiosity, their brave play and startling frankness, for their sudden sympathies. We thank you, Lord God. For the young, for their high hopes, for their 
a reverence toward worn-out values for their search for freedom, for their solemn vows. We thank you, Lord God. For growing up and growing older, for wisdom deepened by experience, for rest and leisure, and for time made precious by its passing. We thank you, Lord God. For your help in times of doubt and sorrow, for healing our diseases, for preserving us in temptation and danger. We thank you, Lord God. Give thanks to the Lord, who is good. God's love is everlasting.
Modim Anachnu Lach, we praise you, God. There are many reasons to give thanks to God, and this is the season our nation traditionally does this with family and friends and bellies filled with turkey. This year will look different than most, though, as COVID-19 will prevent many families from being together. Still on Thanksgiving morning, I will give thanks that there are occasions like this when people can celebrate their diversity while finding common ground, when community can reach beyond religion, when different faiths can appreciate one another and join together in offering praise to the universe and its creator. Thank you, Reverend McConnell. Thank you for inviting me to speak tonight and for our growing friendship. I appreciate knowing you and working with you so very much. And thank you, Hazan and Genevieve, and everyone who helped bring this, the musical components of tonight to life and everyone helping up there behind the scenes. Everything is coming together so beautifully. I especially appreciate the inclusion of that last song. It long ago became my go-to expression of gratitude. The first time this happened, I was barely 13 years old, standing before the tall and holy stones of the Western Wall in Jerusalem for the first time. My hand lifted to touch these ancient stones, and I was overcome with emotion. I had always heard about people writing notes and asking God for blessings in this sacred place. I knew it was appropriate to pray, but I didn't know what to say. Then all of a sudden, my eyes filled with tears and my heart overflowed as Modim Anachnu Lach came pouring forth from my soul. Ever since, it has been my single favorite version of my absolute favorite prayer. I offered it at the birth of my children after witnessing my brother miraculously wake from a coma. Upon waking up on my wedding day, while visiting national parks and standing in peace on Siesta Key Beach. This prayer, this song, has been my go-to expression of gratitude that I offer in recognition of special moments of goodness I encounter throughout my life. I offer it at times when my heart overflows with gratitude and wonder, so much so that every one of my senses actively participate in praising God. In Judaism, we call this an I-thou experience, meaning a relational moment during which barriers melt away and a seemingly secular, mundane act can become 
truly sacred. I'm so happy it could be included tonight in this special interfaith expression of thanksgiving and gratitude. This week of our national holiday, which offers an opportunity to express gratitude, I can't help but ruminate on all the ways Judaism teaches us the great importance of offering thanks. We are taught to wake and immediately offer our gratitude to God. Each day is supposed to begin by declaring, thankful am I before you. We continue with offering blessings for numerous acts considered daily miracles, or nesim yom. These words of gratitude include thanking God for the ability to stand, to move, to have renewed strength, and to be free. And in these days of COVID-19, I do believe these are miracles, even more than I ever have before. Having the ability to wake and be able to see and stretch from our bed is a miracle worthy of praise. It may not seem like it always in typical times, but ask anyone who has been temporarily unable to participate in these activities due to accidents or ailments, and they'll certainly affirm that if God willing, the abilities to move return, these moments surely feel miraculous and opportunities to praise God. Moments of gratitude constantly surround us. They are the cool breeze outside on a hot day. They are the look of appreciation in a loved one's eyes. And they are the delicious food we get to eat. This week, I'm thinking specifically of the pecan pie that I have my eye on and I can't wait to devour. I believe that expressing gratitude regularly is the secret weapon to a life elevated from the mundane and filled with awe. This is why our Jewish tradition teaches us that we should offer at least 100 blessings every day. Now, I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not that we think God needs to hear our gratitude. It's that we need to express it because that expression of gratitude can transform us. Rabbi Cheryl Lewert writes, prayer changes and affects the person who prays because a prayer experience even as brief as a wow, opens and exposes our tender hearts. How often do you look around and say, wow? How good are you at embracing that every day is phenomenal and living in radical amazement? I know the importance of daily gratitude is not simply a Jewish teaching. It's a value proclaimed in many religious texts. Not only does 1 Chronicles 16.34 teach us to give thanks to the Lord for God is good and God's love endures forever, but in Romans 12.1, Paul teaches that continually offering thanks to God is a key part of devotion. 2 Corinthians 9.15 declares, thanks be to God for God's indescribable gifts. And 1 Timothy 2.1 adds that thanksgiving should be made not only for all moments, but for all people. While I do not pretend to be an expert in multiple faiths, I believe the reason Thanksgiving is so beloved by all Americans is the gratitude is truly a universal value. Thanksgiving is the quintessential American holiday because while it is not about religion, 
every religious and spiritual endeavor Americans partake in encourage practices of gratitude as central components of meaningful living. And so Americans of every religion and Americans of no religion may wholeheartedly celebrate Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is an expression of American joy for gathering together as family, eating delicious meals, and connecting with the gratitude in our hearts. And again, this year, amidst climbing numbers of illness and loss from the pandemic, it may feel a little more difficult to offer thanks. Times are hard, people are lonely, and the holiday is not all that it has been in the past. So what about all the Americans who aren't quite sure they have reasons to be thankful? Maybe they have too many frustrations or too devastating a heartbreak to open their eyes and see God's wondrous work everywhere. What are these Americans to do this Thanksgiving? Well, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 encourages that one should give thanks with a grateful heart in all circumstances. And there's a beautiful rabbinic story which expresses the very same lesson. In the story, some students go to their rabbi questioning the need for praising God even on bad days. Their rabbi tells them, Reb Zuzia will have an answer for you. So they travel to Zuzia. They find him in a tiny worn shack, sitting alone on the floor with a bad leg in a bare home, studying by the light of a small window. The students share with Zuzia that they've come to learn why, oh why, would our sages teach that we must praise God equally during bad times and good? But Zuzia just looked at them and laughed. This poor and feeble man shook his head and declared he had no idea why the rabbi had sent them to him. You see, he said, I've never had a bad day in my life. Every day God has given to me has been filled with miracles. Gratitude made Zeusia's life seem full of wonder. By cultivating the ability to look at mundane actions and see miracles, his life was transformed. So even now, when times are hard, we must reaffirm our gratitude for the blessings of life. As Pastor Rick Warren has proclaimed, in happy moments, praise God. In difficult moments, seek God. In quiet moments, worship God. In painful moments, trust God. And in every moment, thank God. Yes, in this, Judaism and Christianity seem to agree. In every moment, we are encouraged to offer our gratitude for the wonders of the universe. And cultivating gratitude is not simply for our spiritual benefit. Recently, I've been reading about the ways gratitude can improve our immune functions, lower the risk of mental health challenges, improve resilience, and lessen daily stress. As we celebrate this season of Thanksgiving, can you look past the hardships and find gratitude? Can you offer thanks not only for what's on your table, but savor the moments, the memories, and the feelings of joy from throughout your life? Before falling asleep at night, can you stop counting sheep and try instead to recount all the positive moments of your day? 
Can you look out your window and utter a wow for the sky, the sun, the stars, the world? Can you be thankful for the internet, the ability to stream services, the wonder of connecting virtually? Even if it's not good enough, even if it's not what you had hoped for, can you appreciate the gifts of this opportunity created for all of us? Because today is a gift. This service is a joy. This moment is worth celebrating. So I offer my gratitude to the eternal presence of the universe and pray, Modim Anachnulach, we are grateful to you, eternal God, for the gift of life, for our soul within, and the ability to experience the beauty that surrounds us, for the blessings of community and inspiration, for awe and wonder sprinkled throughout creation, for the strength to improve our world with our voice, our hands, and with hearts overflowing with gratitude. Mekor Chaim, source of life, no matter how hard this year may be, may we always be able to give thanks to you, and may our gratitude enrich our days, now and forever. Ken Yehiratzon, may this be God's will. A song for peace. And no song for peace should be out of tune, so if you'll permit me.
pray. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine One, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in giving our lives that we find our lives. Amen. Amen.